Welcome to The Habit Queen. My name is Anya Perry. I'm a health and wellness coach for women entrepreneurs and high achievers. My goal is to help you thrive in the most important areas of your life, your health, wellness, and mindset, so you can finally get the healthy and fulfilled life you desire. If you're ready to build simple, rock-solid habits, get in charge of your health, unleash the power of your mindset, and reach your fullest potential, you've come to the right place. Tune in, and I'll be here to show you what strategies, methods, and tools you need in order to become the healthiest, happiest, and limitless version of you. Thank you so much for joining, and let's begin. Hey guys, and welcome back to episode number 20. I got back from Rise Business Conference hosted by Rachel Hollis. I went to Charleston, South Carolina. I had one thought in the last week that's been heavily on my mind. So I wanted to record an episode and share the thought with you and share some solutions I came up with in regards to this thought. First of all, if you never heard of Rachel Hollis, she's a motivational speaker. She's a self-built millionaire. She's incredibly inspiring woman and I want to see her and hear her speak, hear her share thoughts about business because I always look for ways and methods and new people to learn from to improve my business and grow it. There are top performers in the world at this conference and what strikes me every time I go to conference like this, first of all, the knowledge is just mind-blowing. It's like my life starts over every time I go to an event like this. But whether it's a conference or I'm taking an, a course or I read a book that focuses on personal development, every time it hits me really hard when the speaker or the author asks this question, it varies in verbal expression. The question is... How can you live life without regrets? What's holding you back from going for your dream? Or it can sound like, what will you regret on your deathbed? And at Rachel Hollis's conference, the question was, if your life was a book and today was the last chapter you got to write, would you be happy to share this book with others? And sometimes my heart drops because they will ask you a question. What if you die in a car accident on your way home from this conference? Everything inside me screams, no, I don't want to hear this question. This terrifies me. And it's so scary, but I also know I need to dig deeper where the pain is, where the fear is. So I wanted to bring this question to you. And I wanted to share things that I came up, uh, things from my personal experiences that helped me live in life mostly without regrets. I had to do some major reverse engineering over the years, and I'm gonna share steps that are super actionable, easy to take, you can start anywhere, and especially in relation to your health. And right now, we, we are in November, you're gonna start hearing people talk about New Year's resolutions, wrapping up the year on a strong note, and finishing it strong, and going for more. All of that stuff is good, Unless you have some major regrets today and you don't even know how to move past them. Whether it's something you've done or something you haven't done, whether it's something has been done to you and you don't know how to deal with it. 
maybe it's some steps you decided not to take in the past and you're still thinking about them. First of all, let me tell you a story. I just shared on Instagram the other day. If you're not following me, go find me on Instagram. (laughs) So the story was about potatoes. The story goes back to post-Soviet Russia, beginning of the 90s. I was a child, I was a little girl, and I was sitting in the kitchen eating cold fried potatoes, looking like french fries, by the way. Disgusting, but, but it was tasty for me, and we did not have any money. We only had food to put on the table that day, and often we didn't know where the next meal was gonna come from. It was a very rough time. My mom worked so hard to scramble. She was making pancakes out of flour and water because we had no eggs. We had, I would barely have any cooking oils. It was so, so hard. There are a few years that were so difficult for my family. So my dad comes home and sits right next to me at the kitchen table and smiles and watches me eat those potatoes. I didn't think about asking him whether he had dinner and I was just still hungry after dinner. I was eating those potatoes and then I decided to ask him if he had dinner and he smiled at me and said, no, it's okay. Finish up the food. I felt mortified. I felt so selfish. I felt so horrible about not asking. And ever since, honestly, I don't think I ever eat anything that is left one piece of something. I will never touch the last piece. Talk about trauma for life, huh? And I regretted not asking him because I didn't realize and I was a child, okay? It's not something that was on my mind. I was still hungry and kids don't always ask those questions, but I felt so selfish for so many years. I still feel a bit of guilt thinking about this, even though I feel like I made up so many times in the past and forgave myself for being in that situation and acting the way I did. But also that story made me think about other regrets I had in life related to health, related to wellness, related to mindset, related to not treating others or myself properly. Honestly, everybody has those situations. We were mad at someone, we said things we didn't mean, we were skipping workouts and we regret not being in shape earlier. Everybody has something because the definition of regret is just feeling sad or disappointed about something that has been done or hasn't been done, has happened or hasn't happened. It's okay. Regrets are okay, but I also feel like we often live with them for such a long time. I think regrets are big time happiness blockers. They're joy blockers and suckers. They're health blockers. They are accompanied by guilt and shame and those feelings detrimental to your mental and emotional health and physical health. So my two other big regrets in life were I was a smoker for eight years. I had the hardest time quitting. I wish I had the strength and power to quit, but it took me, it was a major lesson for me, major lesson how to approach something that I was addicted to. And the other regret I had in life, and I definitely moved on with this one, moved away from even thinking those thoughts. I wish I had started eating healthier and exercising earlier. If you know a little bit about my story, I did not start taking care of my body until I was in my late 20s. Guys, I had a whole decade when I was doing whatever. I was eating junk, I was drinking, I was smoking, I was eating so many carbs, my blood pressure was 145 over 85, I was a sugarholic. All of those things 
that I wish I knew, but honestly, I didn't know. And even when I did, it still took me a, a bit of time to learn, implement, fall and get up again and go again. Luckily, I have a personality that I will always achieve what I set my mind to, so I didn't give up. And if you have a goal that you are almost feeling like you want to give up on too, and you already have in this shadow of regret, I want you to think about it again. Yes, you can be a Tony Robbins and do it to yourself and bring it to the point in the future. What kind of terrible thing is going to happen to you if you don't achieve it? You can maximize it and zoom in onto this just like that. But you can also think about why is this dream important to you? What will happen if you start taking steps towards it? How different do you want to feel rather than feeling this sadness and disappointment about a goal in your life? Whether it's losing 10 pounds or moving more often or stressing less and figuring out the ways to manage your stress or fixing your sleep schedule or stopping the negative thoughts, a constant stream of negativity in your own mind. Whatever your big goal or dream is, or maybe it's something not health related, but you know that your health is a major block and roadblock, an obstacle on the way to that big goal. Nobody else is going to point it out better than you would for yourself. So I want you to look around in your headspace, at your thoughts, at your dreams, at your goals. Where do you need to look? And you will not want to look there. Trust me. Your entire being will be trying to protect you and put you in the safety mode, protect you from looking where scary, intimidating, unpleasant stuff is. But here's the good news. I'm going to share what you can do today to take tiny, tiny actionable steps that will start moving you forward so you can live life without regrets. Here's a caveat. Many people think, and you will hear it even from motivational speakers and big proponents of change and habit change, you will hear that you need, that might be your deep-seated belief that you need to take massive action. You need to get on a diet, start exercising, start sleeping 10 hours a day, do self-care every Saturday, read 25 books on mindset, all of it right away. Guess what happens when you do all at once? Usually nothing good happens. And it's great if you've done this, if you're all or nothing kind of person, if you did this in the past and you were successful at taking massive action and sustaining it, kudos to you. And I know people who are like that, but most people aren't. Most people get disappointed and overwhelmed and feel too stressed out about the amount of action they need to take. It's not for everyone. I encourage you to look at your big goal in the future from two years from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, and walk your way backwards. For example, if you want to run a marathon, but the truth is you're 30 pounds overweight, you have no energy, you can barely walk a 5k, Become a reverse engineer, break things down, and walk your way backwards. You will need to run a half marathon before a marathon, right? I hope you know that. <laughs> then the next step away from that step would be running a 5K. The step closer to you would be to start jogging. One step closer would be stretching. Another step is taking care of your sleep, eating real food, hydrating, and the small step to start moving daily. Maybe you're so sedentary, but you're dreaming about that big, big goal of running a marathon. 
feeling that excitement and having that accomplishment in your life. But if you're still sitting on your bum, one thing you can do today is actually take a break for two minutes during your workday, two, three, four, or five times, as many times as you want. Maybe today you'll start with one. Get up, get off your bum, and start walking around the office. Or if you want to work from home, you can go outside, walk in your backyard, and come back. Two, three minutes. Next day, you may increase the time, you will start adding more, you will enjoy how you feel. Hopefully, you will find joy, and I encourage you to look for joy in those tiny steps, because those will create the snowball effect for you, those tiny, tiny actions. So I encourage you to walk backwards from your big goal to the tiniest step you can take now and take it. You can do all the work, you can do a brain dump on paper, but if you don't take that tiny step, nobody else will. Tiny steps, big results, remember? That's my mantra. Can you do it? Can you take a three minute moving or stretching break today? Let's go. And to wrap up this episode, I wanted to share four steps to deal with major regrets and move away from that feeling of sadness, disappointment, shame, and guilt. Step number one, acknowledge the feeling. It's almost impossible to have zero regrets about life, but it's the matter of choice. If you're going to spend too much time there, you're not going to accomplish what you desire. You can apologize to yourself. You can apologize to someone If you hurt someone's feelings, if you did not have the most honest actions, but I encourage you to acknowledge the feeling and move on. Step number two is learn the lesson. What will you do different this time? Because, you know, the definition of insanity is repeating the same thing over and over again. How will you act towards the same goal? What will you do? What actions will you take to achieve it in a smarter, faster, more efficient way? Maybe you need help. Maybe you need accountability. What is the lesson here for you in that situation that you feel regretful about? And remember, we're moving away from the situation. So step number three is to forgive. Forgive repeated like a mantra every day if the situation is big and I understand it can be something traumatic it can be something from your childhood look at my potato story forgive you have all the love all the kindness towards you in your heart you just need to tap into those feelings of forgiveness and if you can't if you struggle with this you can imagine a friend offended you and then they give you the most sincere apology so imagine yourself giving that sincerest apology to yourself for whatever you've done, haven't done in the past, because now we're going into step four, you're going to take action and you're going to do it now. Today, the second, this moment you did this exercise, take action. I really believe if everybody wants to take those tiny, tiny steps, there would be fewer yo-yo dieters. There would be people completing their fitness goals much faster. There would be people who are motivated more because they didn't burden themselves with huge overwhelming goals of something major on on their plate. And as you know, I've said it so many times, there is one way to run marathon. It's one mile at a time. And I want you to think about your first mile. So what is the one step you will need to take today to move the needle forward? If you're listening to this episode on your phone, please screenshot it and tag me on Instagram and tell me, I can't wait to hear what is the step you need to take today. 
As usual, more action is happening on Instagram weekly. Find me at Anya.Perry. And I can't wait to talk to you. I hope you are having a wonderful week. And let's take those steps. Thanks for listening to today's episode. I truly hope you enjoyed it. If you like the podcast, please leave me a review or questions on the platform of your choice. Make sure to check the show notes for my social media information, as well as my website, www.anyaperry.com to connect with me. I can't wait to get to know you. Have a wonderful day. Hey friend, it's been a while. You won't believe it, but I'm recording this podcast episode from my car, sitting in the parking lot. Sitting in the parking lot when I am running errands. And the reason I wanted to record it, because I think I told you before that I don't want to record podcasts weekly, monthly, or on a specific schedule because I want to record them when I am inspired. So I share the best tips, the best, the best advice with you the best strategies for you to create the healthiest, most powerful habits. So here's what I've been thinking. In the last year, I've had three health coach. In the last year, I had three coaches helping me scale up my business, become more successful, master sales, master marketing, create better offers, work on my mindset, do all the things that will improve me as a business person. In comparison to about five to six years ago, no, actually six or seven years ago, when I had my first startup completely flopping because I didn't know how to ask for help. I didn't know that I could find money and invest in help. I was scared to death to invest into anything. I remember asking for a loan at the bank for $10,000 and freaking out that my life will be on hold. I'll go to jail or all the irrational thoughts if I don't handle this well. And I didn't go for that loan. And guess what? My business was requiring a lot of capital. It was a startup. It was an online company that needed to be needed supplies, needed purchases from other companies. And I didn't do it. I didn't invest anything into marketing, anything in the website. I was working 80, 70 to 80 hour weeks doing it myself. I had a friend helping me out who was very nice to me and helping me a lot. And I remember crying because I spent almost two years in that business. I won a nationwide competition with that business idea. And I felt like a failure for such a long time without realizing that I knew the people, you know, you need to know people, you need to have investment, or you need to have massive knowledge. And I barely had any of that. And that's now, now I understand that. Now I understand what I was missing. But when you're scared and when you're trying to bootstrap everything, you don't even think about how much that you would put less effort if you have help, that you would hire someone who is three steps ahead of you, who will show you the way, that someone will keep you not only in front of you and guide you and lead you where you need to go in your business, in your health, in your life, in your relationships, in your mindset, anywhere. But they will also keep you accountable, keep you on your tiptoes. You will invest and once you pay, you pay attention. 
And that's what I learned the hardest way possible. It was so heartbreaking for me to let go of that idea. And actually, about a year later, I've had, I found a company who pretty much borrowed my idea and is extremely successful. I can share, share the name with you if you want in private, in private conversation, but they were extremely successful. So my idea was viable. My effort was extreme and so diligent, but I didn't know. I didn't think about it. Once you want the investment back, you need to invest something. If you want something back, you need to put the effort, put the work in, or put something in. When you go to a store, you purchase something. You just don't show your empty hands. You give something to get something. When you want to have a good relationship with someone, you give more than you want to get. And that concept blew my mind years later, and I started investing like crazy. I've had a few unsuccessful investments in coaches who were not a good fit for me. I've invested in courses. I want to do so much. I've implemented like crazy, but only, and even in my fitness journey, I've trained at the gym. I've invested in going to the CrossFit gym and into courses and all of that, but only when I hired people to be right there with me, to customize things for me, to keep me accountable to keep me on my tiptoes, to keep checking on me and motivate me more than I ever could imagine. Motivate me more than I ever could imagine. That's when I started seeing real progress. That's when I started to grow. That's when I had massive breakdowns to have major breakthroughs. So I want to ask you, if you're anything like me, whether you're working on your business, whether you're working on a marketing plan, or trying to polish off your other habits, maybe you're working on mindset, maybe you want to be more confident, maybe you want to show up on social media for your business, maybe you need to work on your weight, maybe you need to get more fit to feel like the best version of you. I want to ask you, what's stopping you? Is it the fear that the money is not going to get back to you? Is it the fear that you will not follow through? I'll have to tell you what, 95% of people who don't have accountability of any in any shape or form, fail. That's a scary statistic because think about it this way. Only 5% of people are so self-determined, organized, disciplined that they will achieve what they set their mind to, whether it's losing five pounds or getting fit for summer or fixing your morning routine, routine, anything. So I want you to think about it. I want you to think about how can you help yourself? And I'm talking about investment, but when I want to, you to narrow it down to finding support, because investment is one thing. If you find the right kind of support, if you find the right kind of accountability, someone who will be there for you, whether it's your spouse, whether it's your coach, whether it's the best course on the planet that will keep you accountable, not just let you float. I encourage you to reach out and do it. And there are other, there are two more ways you can find accountability. You can find Facebook groups or Instagram pods of like-minded people or maybe forums. This is how I quit smoking. I had a free group of people. There are 25 of us. We would get together. We were hanging out online a lot. We're spending days and nights supporting each other because once you quit something addictive, it's pretty hard. You need some support. You need accountability not to start smoking again. That's how I quit smoking. The second way is to find a coach 
find someone who's ahead of you, find someone who coach people through this and hire them. That's not the the cheapest option, that's for sure, but that's the one that brings the most massive results and changes in your behaviors and mindset. And the third method I talk, I said it's going to be two, but I think the third one is going to be useful for you too, is to get extremely organized and disciplined. So that means you'll have to first work on that and then you need to work on your habits, whether you're trying to eat healthier or maybe you want to eat less processed foods, maybe you have negative thoughts and you're working on those, any of those. But I encourage you to look around you and find a way to be accountable according to means, according to a timeline, according to the effort you want to put into but finding a accountability partner who will cheer you on, who will wipe your tears, who will provide you information not, instead of you Googling for hours and hours and days on end and getting yourself in this rabbit hole, you will be making progress. You'll be much more effective in your efforts and your determination. And if you need more support, I have the doors open to my Unstoppable Entrepreneur Academy, which is a 12-week mentorship for online business owners, where you are going to learn how to maximize your energy and master your habits, prevent burnout, get your body back, and become the healthiest version of you. And this is This program starts on March 2nd, and I can't wait to show you what's in there. The students who are going through this right now are blown away by the amount of material they get access to, by the level of support they get from me, their main coach, because we stay in touch every week. You get on accountability calls with me every week. I check on you every single day. You are going to go through the most important pillars for your health. You'll reach the milestones of auditing your lifestyle, auditing your habits, your sleep, stress routines, narrowing down on your nutrition massively, establishing a creative and fun fitness routine that you love, managing your stress, managing your energy, preventing burnout, dealing with burnout if you are already burnt out. All of those things that will transform your life as a business owner. Because I believe without health, we can't do anything. We can't run our businesses when we are not healthy or have no energy or hate our bodies. I've been there for years and I definitely can tell you, my life transformed when my health did. And this is why I am so passionate to share this program with you. So if you want to head over to anyaperry.com and click on start here button and click on work with me button. That's where you can apply for the academy. I'm only accepting three students for the March round and the price is going to go up after that round. So if you want to get in, it's time for you. If you're listening to this, you feel like you need support. You didn't follow through your new year's resolutions. Then I am your girl. That's it. And if this not this is not a good fit after our conversation, after a 30-minute conversation with you, you will still be left with a lot of value and a direction to go to. So in this episode, I wanted you to think about accountability and how you can improve your life by finding something or someone who will be in touch with you, who will make sure you're make taking strides and kicking ass and making those goals coming true into your life. 
that's it. That's all I have today. And I will talk to you soon. Sending you much love.